0: Hi guys, thanks to this episode of Nick Egan Times. On this episode, we have an awesome guest. We have the Cheat Codes. Cheat Codes is an American electronic music DJ trio consisting of Kevin Ford, Trevor Dahl, and Matthew Russell. Cheat Codes have had a lot of success, which includes the 2000 single Sex, which samples a chorus from Let's Talk About Sex by Solid Pepper, and the 2017 single No Promises. Other hits include Let Me Hold You, Only You. The track was also certified platinum by the RIAA. Welcome, guys, and thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Of course, man. Thanks for having us. How's it
0: What's all up? been going?
1: Good. It's good, man. It's good. Just hanging. We just got back into town today. We were in Nashville yesterday, and uh, yeah, just uh, hanging out. Our album just came out a couple of days ago, so we're feeling good.
0: How's um how's life been? I guess personally and professionally for all of you since the pandemic's hit.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, everything's kind of back to normal here in the States. Like, we've just been playing shows like every weekend. And, uh, but yeah, we had, we had like eight months off of touring, you know, when everything locked down. So we just kind of got in the studio and just wrote a bunch of songs. And that was kind of inspiration for uh, the albums that we're putting out. We just put out part two of our album, Hellraisers. So that's out now. And uh, yeah, we got part three coming. So that was kind of, uh, where all the music came from you know we've been touring so much like since we started that we we kind of needed the break to be honest yeah but now
0: we're- yeah for sure um all right let's just jump straight into it talk to me about i guess the story for teak codes how it all began how you guys met and how it all transpired
1: who we'll take it <laughs> <laughs> sure Sure, i'll go for it i mean yeah so um me and matt uh met a long time ago when uh i was like 16 he was 18 we met in st louis where he's from um i've been playing a show um like just coming through his town or whatever and uh, we met briefly and then a couple years later we saw each other again in la and um became friends and i moved in with them a few different times and uh uh, after a few after a few years being friends he had you know told me about kevy and how they were going to work on some music together and how I had to meet him and we, all, we, how we all should get together sometime. And so, um, I had been working on my kind of music. They were working on theirs and we got, got together one day and worked on a song and just felt really natural. And, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. That was about what, 2014 when we first started getting together. So, uh, we just kind of got together made some music and, and, uh, put out, put out the first song we, uh, wrote together. So I guess the rest is history and a lot of this time, a lot of time and, um, songs, um, have happened since then, but, uh, it's uh, been a blast. So yeah, here we are. It's incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What about what 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 do you believe given um cheat codes the longevity? Obviously, it's now what seven years. How's what do you believe has been the nucleus behind that? Uh yeah, I mean I I think
2: it's just. You just got to do it like we just do it every day. Like we're working on something um, and we just try to keep it moving. And we're always working on new music or playing a show or, you know, doing interviews like this or just creating content in general and just trying to be creative. And uh, I think it does help that we're a group and we're, we're all like really good friends. Because um, I think sometimes if, you know, we met a lot of DJs like on the road, for example, that'll be like, yeah, man really lonely out here (laughs) you know stuff like that and i'm sure you get kind of burned out or you get kind of unmotivated so it's like we can kind of like tag team it a little bit whether it's you know halfway through a two-hour set and uh one of us wants to take a drink and the other one wants to kind of take over uh hyping up the crowd or whatever it is or just i don't know even just creatively if one of us has an idea um we can just kind of roll off of that so i think that
1: really helps honestly um I don't know. I don't know about the other guys, but yeah, I would just say the fact that we're able to always, you know, um, keep like pushing the envelope as far as like what kind of music we're making and never being stuck in a box musically and always kind of having fun with it, you know, so we're always just, um, doing what we want to do and not really having to answer to anybody else. And the more time goes on, the more we're able to kind of run our business the way we want to and put out the music we want to, when we want to, and how we want to. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good journey. Wonderful, and you
0: looking at a novice in your music. You've got your music's amazing. With the collaborations you've done, you know, you 2 sorry, Fetty Wap, Wes Khalifa. Talk to me about that uh, those collaborations and the experience behind that as well. Because that has that helped your music, do you believe too, going into the future?
1: Yeah, totally. We love being able to collaborate. The whole idea behind code is trying to like, you know, uh, make different styles of music, and being able to when when you're able to collaborate with those kinds of artists, you're able to you know, uh, do what they do and do what we do and kind of meet in the middle and create something special. So, you know, whether it's U2 or Fetty Wap or Demi or Black Bear or whoever, um, we're kind of able to work with whoever and make something special, I think. So, um, yeah, every, every, uh, like situation is different and unique in its own way. And so, you know, working with you 2 is completely different than working with Demi or whoever. So, um, but it's all, it's all about, all about just kind of like, uh, finding middle ground and doing something that you guys both really like in the end. So,
0: yeah. Awesome. What inspires um, Cheap Codes?
2: Hmm, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, I think we all listen to kind of like different music. I mean, if you're just talking like musical inspiration. Um, so it's always kind of like random in a sense, because like I don't even really know what like Princess Rosie and Trevor are listening to right now. I'm assuming Princess Rosie is listening to Drake because he always listens to Drake. Yeah, that's a good guess. but but that's i think that's what keeps it fresh is like we can kind of inspire each other or like hey have you heard this new record or you heard this new edamame record by baby no money and rich brian or whatever and maybe only one of us has heard it and we can kind of like expose each other or you know we also have other really good friends like danny quest who's like a really good house dj and he'll like show us a lot of underground tracks that aren't necessarily mainstream but they might inspire us like for our set or for something we want to do uh In the electronic space so um yeah like i said i think being in a group really helps because otherwise you're kind of like just listening to the same artists over and over again and you just end up kind of making the same music
0: yeah it's true impressive what what's the process between i guess you three with the songwriting how
1: does that transpire um it's just another one of the things like matt said where it's uh, another good reason to be in a group because we can sort of divide and conquer and we can all do sessions and um we're able to make a lot more music and create a lot more songs and top lines and um and just more ideas to choose from especially when we come together and we're able to say hey i was working on this with this person or i was working on this with this person what do you think and uh so kind of just endless possibilities with how we can create a song you know what i mean there's not just one way um a lot of producers or writers have like their one way of doing it which is cool but we can kind of come out of a million different ways and create something special so yeah
2: yeah and what's cool about like hellraisers part two that's out now is um a lot of that was inspired by a lot of songs that princess rosie was working on a separate uh just on his own and we kind of were like oh these are tight ty- like let's do this as a cheat codes thing and And it kind of allowed us to have more of like a personal uh, narrative on the records instead of, you know, approaching it like a lot of pop records where you're just trying to make it lyrically uh, apply to everybody. Like this could be anybody. But sometimes it's nice to have like a more specific lyric where it's like maybe it doesn't apply to everybody, but it sounds more personal and it sounds more authentic.
0: Incredible. Well, talk to me and elaborate, I guess, on the music that you you've worked on recently obviously you just talked about that you've released talking about that and what shows and what tours what does the future look like as well
1: yes so we just did part two of our album so it's a it's a three-part album called hellraisers and uh the second part just came out and it's very like alternative leaning and we got to work with some really uh cool artists that we've you know been listening to since we were kids whether it's like tyson Ritter or or travis barker or, or whoever so um or ollie sykes and it was just yeah so, some really cool collaborators on this one and uh um something different for us we haven't really done this sort of music before so it's a it's, a, it's cool for us to be able to just kind of do something creative that we just kind of felt like doing and um it's something that we can put a lot of Kevy's vocals on and something that uh like matt said he feels really you know attached to and there's more personal sort of lyrics and in uh yeah so anyways um yeah, sort of the vibe, and as far as tours going, uh, as far as shows and stuff, we have a tour coming up in a couple of months, starting in January, it's called the Hellraiser's Tour, it's all over the US, it's like 40 dates, I think there's adding more, so it should be a bunch of stuff, but um, um we're excited for it, it's, it's the first like full US tour that we've done, it's, like, it's ours, so it should be cool.
0: That's really exciting, you're going to have an amazing time on tour as well, right, traveling and going to different cities, that'll be awesome.
1: Oh yeah, we love it, it's the best part.
0: What are um, some of the fondest memories that you've had so far? Like being out um, doing tours and shows previously and, you know, even when your songs hit the charts, what are what are some of the memories that you can recall that really stick out for you guys? Mm.
2: What do you think, Rosie? Uh,
1: I think playing Madison Square Garden is cool. That definitely is a memory. Yeah, that was a really special moment. Mm. Um, doing Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, that was yeah. really cool. And- um anything like that is always really exciting you know i mean and uh, you know obviously we're always grateful if if a song's hitting on charts and that's always really special and um yeah it's kind of hard to pinpoint it's all been really cool you know even like whether even the times we're working on a song that might not be the biggest song we release it's always just a good time working on music you know i mean whether it's a hit or not so we're just blessed to be able to do what we do
0: astonishing what what's the best advice you guys have been given um, Go ahead, Rosie. Mine is probably uh, Scared Money Don't Make Money. No,
1: I like that one. Uh, hmm. Another good one Does it allow work stuff out in the end?
0: That's a great
1: one. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. We, when we first started, the chain smokers told us to never fly first class, but, but we didn't
1: listen. We disagree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
1: yeah, hilarious. That's, that's too good.
0: What what have I guess too relating to that? What are some of the key learnings? Obviously, being in the industry, and you know, obviously, everything's always changing consistently. What are, what what have been the key learnings you've taken from where you first started to where you are
1: now? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, it's it's different for every artist, but for us, it's just like I think that uh, just like the more you know you want to be as involved with your business as possible not just on the music you want to understand everything that's going on and just the more we're the longer we're a group and the more uh time goes on we're kind of able to kind of really control our destiny and i think that's something you should really try to figure out early on if you're a new artist so um i think that's the biggest like thing that i've learned as time has gone on i guess cool what Yeah. yeah go
0: I was just agreeing with Trevor. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the dream team. What are, What do you guys like to do away from music? What are you guys' hobby, hobbies and passions? And Yeah, what do you like to do in your downtime?
1: Oh, what do you guys like to do? Matt's always yeah. working out and staying healthy. Yeah, I was just playing
2: basketball today, so. Really? I, yeah, I kind basketball of had a play. Yeah, what do you mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> What? You gotta work out. right You get off the plane, otherwise you get jet lag. Yeah. Fuck. That's
1: like I was a little off today though, so maybe that's why. All right. Yeah. Um, for <laughs> me, I mean, uh, I mean, we do spend a lot of time working on the project. So if we're not doing this, I'm always I'm working on other kinds of music. Or, um, I like camping. I like being in the outdoors. I like all that sort of stuff. I like visiting Portland, where my family's from. Hanging out with them. Um. Yeah. Cool.
0: Are you guys going to come out to Australia?
1: Oh. oh, that's the goal. We've never been there, but we love it. And I don't know why we haven't been there. It doesn't make any sense, really. But uh, we really hope that we can come out to ASAP.
0: Yeah, you guys are really popular down here, especially, obviously, you've had a couple of hits in the charts as well. So you're very well known and, you know, everyone loves you down here. So, yeah, come down.
1: Hey, thanks, man. That'd be awesome. Hopefully, we can make it happen, uh, you know, either, I guess, next year because obviously we can't do it this year, probably won't be able to make it happen in the next couple of months. But uh, next year would be awesome if, if the travel restrictions allow us to.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, they've opened up the borders here, which is amazing. So I'm going to go over there next year. I can't wait as well. Just get um, travel, have oh, cool. travel for three years. So it's really exciting.
1: Nice. Well, then I'm glad that they're open. That'd be awesome to make it happen. For sure.
0: Um, where, do, where do you see the cheat codes going into the future? up? Like, if you're in a... If you had like, a box and you could see into the future, where do you guys see yourselves in 10 years?
1: Ooh. In 10 years. Shit. <laughs> I think just going arenas. Yeah. I think, I think, like, now
2: that we have more control over our business, it's like, I want to focus more, like, on the fans, like, building, like, a diehard fan base of you know, sometimes you get caught up when you first start, like you just want to like have the biggest numbers or the biggest hits or, or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it's it's about the fans and it's about putting on like good experience for them and in all aspects of it. So um, I think that's where I'd like to shift our focus, you know, more. Yeah, cool. I agree. Love
0: that. What are, what are some of the funniest stories too that you can share that you can recall?
1: Oh, man. They never end. <laughs> I don't know. We all, we're always having a good time on tour. We're always laughing every time we play some shows or after the show or before or whatever. We're always having a good time. But uh, what are some good stories, you guys? Anything stand out?
2: <laughs> no funny no funny stories, Rosie? Wow. I just have any of them. I just don't know what, you know. There's a lot. I don't know which one is the best. What's the first one that comes to your head, Rosie? The nacho cheese. That one is a good one. That one's a good one. The the fire extinguisher. The fire. Yeah, probably the fire extinguisher one. That was pretty scary. That was was early
1: on. Yeah, so it was. It was. You know, we're still learning. It was just us three. We didn't really have a tour manager. We didn't have a tour manager at all, did we? At that point, do we? I don't think so. Yeah. So it was early on. We were just beginning to tour, and you know, we had too much to drink, and at one point. We were all sharing a hotel room, actually. But Kevy left the room, was on the phone for a bit, and then next thing we know, the whole hotel is being evacuated because the fire alarms were on. And we go outside, and smoke everywhere. But apparently, it wasn't. It wasn't really smoke. It was Kevy. Kevy had taken the fire extinguisher and sprayed it through the hallway. (laughs) the, The alarms went off, and everyone evacuated, and the fire department came, and the police came, and it was just a mess. But you know, live and you learn. Yeah! Wow. And you know, back to the advice you said earlier, it'll all work itself out in the end. Yep.
0: Right. Yeah, that's hundred percent spot on. Um, <laughs> if you if you guys can give your opinion too, obviously with everything that's happening in the world, how, where do you see not getting too political? The United States, generally speaking, going into the future as well.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't know, man. Well, I mean, it's,
2: it's a big country. That's what I like about it. Like every, every state has like kind of its own vibe. And luckily, we get to like travel and experience, you know, every, every part of it. But I mean, it's kind of like divided right now. But I mean, at least we have like, like I said, different states. So it's like, as long as people are living the way that they want to live. You know what I mean? Whether it's completely, like, Florida, completely opposite from L.A. or New York, whatever. As long as that's how they want to live, then,
1: then I'm cool with it, you know? As yeah, I'm cool with everyone having different, pers- different perspectives and personalities and opinions. You just got to respect each other's opinions. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, feel like it's easy to judge
2: people when you've only lived in, like, your town or, like, you've never traveled or whatever. But, like, we've traveled everywhere, so it's, like, you can kind of get, understand different people's... Uh, perspectives and stuff and it's not as like the media kind of makes it seem like there's more yeah it's like black and white but it's like hey man if you want to live how you want to live and you voted for that then cool like you know whatever yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's great and that's great insights too thanks for sharing um yeah guys thanks for coming on the podcast i do appreciate it um you know you guys have done amazing you're doing amazing love the new music and yeah it's just incredible your future and trajectory of where you're going so yeah thanks for coming on the podcast
1: appreciate Appreciate it thank you appreciate your time yeah thanks for having us bro
0: nice take care